Well, hello everyone. Today, I'm presenting a rerun with one of my very favorite guests, my awesome friend, Danielle Pinnock, who I met when she was a guest on this very show in 2018. Since then, her career has not just skyrocketed, but has literally teleported into a whole new reality of awesome with her starring role as Alberta on Ghosts on CBS, which very recently landed her an Astro Award from the Hollywood Creative Alliance. Her many hilarious characters, including the French Bedbug and Mrs. Claus, and her always entertaining sketches on her social media series, Hashtag Booked, along with her co-conspirator, Lanisa Frederick. Not to mention co-starring with THE Eddie Murphy in Candy Cane Lane, now streaming on Netflix, and appearances on more magazines and podcasts than Nick Cannon has kids. This episode also brings the absolute muppety joy of my first officer of comedy, Libby Ward, a.k.a. Sneaky Varmint. So if you haven't already heard this episode, boy, you are in for a real treat. I'll be back with some all-new episodes with some unbelievable guests very soon. Meanwhile, enjoy this very fun flashback episode with Danielle Pinnock. <laughs> Danielle, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Welcome to the show. And back for more fun and zaniness, I have my very awesome guest co-host. First officer. First officer. (laughs) As we just decided. That's right. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Groovy. Yeah. No loading zones today. Oh, that's (laughs) that's good. So, you know, more parking driving around, but I got a tour. Oh, well, that's that's nice. Yeah. Anytime you get to tour Meltdown Comics, yeah, it's it's always a good time, right? Right. Danielle, you had a fun little tour I walking surely around. Did. I surely You've did. You've never been here before? Never. And I'm so hyped for Black Panther. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> I think I want to dress up. I'm I'm wondering, like maybe I'll go with Storm or oh, I don't yeah. know. We'll see. We'll see. Are you now? Here's here's the thing that I'm just like my my nerd brain just just like explodes. You see, like like that garbage pail kid Adam Adam Bomb is just like he's got the the nuclear cloud coming out of his neck about like all the things that Marvel is doing. It's just so, I mean Black Panther is gonna be nuts, and then Infinity War, mm-hmm. and now that Fox is part of the whole family, we gotta have that. X Men coming in. Do you think that you think the X Men are going to show up in the at the end of, of part one? I don't know because every time at the end, it's like you never <laughs> a, know. Yeah, you right. never know. It could be as crazy as like Storm has a baby. Whoa! Now what? we're saying that, but it's like they're all <laughs> about setting up the sequel. <laughs> Gotta so love Phoenix, baby. Yep. my I favorite know. character. Uh, my husband's too. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally favorite. Oh. I, of all I, time. I, I can't wait. Are they are they doing the movie? Are is is a Phoenix movie happening? The I, the rumors I'm have sure been it is, going but around I for years. About, I haven't heard yet, but I don't doubt that it will happen. We still don't have a Black Widow movie. So I know. what the hell, guys? Come on. <laughs> but all right, let's uh, enough with the Marvel, enough with the MCU. Let's talk all about you, Danielle. Okay. You're doing great. Congratulations. 
Young yeah. Sheldon got picked up for season two. I know. It's already coming back. And you're rocking this role as Miss Ingram. I watched some of it. You you are a no nonsense teacher. Like you you get down to business. I, I really, I really I, I love your performance. Oh, thank Tell you. Tell me all about getting involved in the show. Like like how did it come about? I know you're you're a stage actress. We're mm-hmm. gonna talk about your your one woman show. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I say that this show really is a blessing for me because it was a I done for pilot season, you know, it's it's pilot season, you know, so you're just auditioning for everything under the boat. You're, I'm, and, you know, for me, I was doing a lot of nurse roles. I was doing a lot of secretary. It was a lot of, like, the baby has died. You know what I mean? Some kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, so but it was like... Unless it's a phoenix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's right. fine. Phoenix baby. Yeah. Exactly. But um, this was my 35th audition for pilot season, Whoa. and it was a same-day audition, and... My manager, Frank Gonzalez, called and said, hey, listen, it's 9 a.m. Can you be at CBS in two hours? And I was like, Frank, I need to take the sleep out of my eye. (laughs) I was like, my God. So um, I said, you know what? I'm not even going to do too much. Like, I think literally I didn't even wear Spanx at this audition. I didn't have my Spanx or nothing. (laughs) And I said, you know what? I'm just going to be me. I'm going to do me. Got there, and it was all Asian women. So I said, wait, what's happening? Oh, wow. (laughs) So I was like, what's going on? And it was for the role of the music teacher. And so I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm just going (laughs) to go with it, see what happens. Uh, And I went there and auditioned. And the casting directors, uh, they were like, hey, do you want to read for this other character? She's brand new, Miss Ingram. And I said, sure, why not? And then three hours later, I found out I was cast. The thing is, I had no idea what the project was because it was untitled. So I had Whoa. no idea what who the producers were, who was involved, what it was. I just knew it was going to be on CBS. And my manager was super excited. And he's like, you know what, just go in. And the next day... <laughs> At the read-through, I got there. John Favreau was there. What? Jim Parsons, awesome. the Big Bang Theory writers, Dude. Chuck Lore, Steve Malera. I mean, it, it, it was Ian Armitage. And I was like, oh, my God, I just saw this kid on Big Little Lies. So I was just starstruck across the board. And I at first, I thought I was in the wrong room. <laughs> And they were like, no, this is, this is, we're here. This is the show. It's the Sheldon show. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the prequel to Big Bang Theory. So I had no clue. And that was kind of my audition story for that. And it's been a whirlwind since. Uh, no I doubt. What a What a great be yourself <laughs> right. triumph story. Right. Yeah. For sure. That's amazing. Right. I was like, I, I can't. I was like, I'm tired. 35 auditions. I was like, I can't even do my color correcting, my makeup. I, I don't I don't have no time for Every, everything. Everything is leaking and dripping. And <laughs> did, is that 35 like in that pilot season? Or yeah. like, wow. Oh, yeah, last year you between were a warrior. Warrior. Yeah, That's brutal, man. It was insane. Well between done. like self tapes and my agent. I mean, my agent in Chicago and uh, LA, they're the same. So Chicago would send me something and be like, hey, we know there's a time difference. Can you tape something in the morning? And I'm like, oh, Oh my God, this was like due like three hours ago. <laughs> so it was just a, it was a lot. It was a lot, but it was very exciting, you know? Absolutely. And, and what a, what a, what a whirlwind turnaround too. <laughs> just like, isn't that how is almost how it always drops? Like right. you're just going, 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 and you're waiting days, days, <laughs> days weeks, months, yeah. years mm-hmm. to get that audition and that job. <laughs> and then it's like, and then, and then they an, don't even tell you it's yeah. that audition. Mm-hmm. They just exactly. say, show, show up to a thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. It'll be fun. Right. Trust us. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Well, yeah. Well, when you don't know what they want, all you can do is be yourself and go for it. Absolutely. And you nailed it. Amazing. That's so amazing. Thank you Love so it. much. Thank How's you. working with the kids? OMG. Those kids are the bomb.com. I mean, Ian Armitage is a genius. I mean, he really is so talented. I mean, all of them. I mean, his siblings on the show, they're incredible. Tam, who plays his best friend, Mm -hmm. I've never been on a show before with this many uh, young actors. And I've learned so much for myself and have they always keep us on having to play our A game. I mean, we're on there. We're like, okay, Ian knows all of his lines. (laughs) We have a couple lines. We got to get our stuff together. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all. And he's so professional and so lovely. He loves blueberry bagels. I mean, he just... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> he, he's just, he's amazing. And I mean, just amazing to work with. And we're always making each other laugh on set. It's it's truly That's like That's so family. awesome. So he's like, he's right on it. He's... Absolutely. He's... Uh... He's he's a smart tack. Surely is. I don't I, know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say, Olivia. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Just, okay. Just amalgamate all yeah, of the I just, I just put it all together. It's yeah. The sharpest bulb in the box. <laughs> That's right. Okay. It's uh, so true, though. He's great. I know. Obviously, Jim records the the mm-hmm. voiceover. Does he ever come out to set? Yeah, sometimes he does. Yeah. I know for the pilot, he was there, and I I mean I think all of us were pretty starstruck at everyone that was I mean involved uh, but he was so sweet and so lovely and I think for me because I'm the newest actor for you know in terms of TV I've been doing theater forever but everyone's been a veteran I was just kind of like what's happening oh my god how do I negotiate all this and he was just so great and he's like you keep making me laugh keep going keep going <laughs> so it was really he just motivated us and He's such a joy to work with and so funny. He's a chill cat. The uh, the the whole Big Bang crew are just are just the chillest. <laughs> I I've worked on it uh, a few times. It's just some background, yes. but um, it's it's the most fun show you can ever imagine doing. Oh, because especially you know with the live audience mm-hmm. and everything, yeah. it's just. Yeah, you and I, you know, we we're us us theater actors. We crave the instant gratification. Right. Just give it to us all. We hear that applause. Right. It's super exciting. Yeah, yeah, what's what's the schedule like with the live audience? Are you scripting shoot, script shoot, or do they knock out all the scripts at once and then you just go? Well, you go, know go. what? For young Sheldon, it's single cam, so we don't right. have the audience oh, yeah. on this one. And uh I think that was the thing we were kind of waiting to see what everyone in the world, would they like this? Um, and it ended up being a huge hit. I mean, it came right before, I mean, after Big Bang Theory when it premiered a couple of months ago and to 17 million views, like top five comedy. But this is very different. I mean, Chuck Lord has done a lot of multicam. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing is, it's great because you know where to laugh. In the, I mean, the writers have designed it for that. And also... <laughs> I mean, just the performances. I mean, Annie Potts is in it, and just <laughs> just an amazing. And she's a nutball. She's a hot mess of a character. I mean, she's just masterful. I mean, her performance in Zoe Perry and Lance Barber. So we, the audience, knows when to laugh. But it's been really fun just playing it small and seeing what happens and what kind of quirks come out and stuff. So it's cool. I've been following Annie since she played Janine in mm. Ghostbusters. Yeah. And uh, I just, uh, seeing her in this role is <laughs> just, it's fantastic. She's she's a laugh riot. <laughs> she 
is. She is. As are you and your character. I, it, it's just, it, it's so much fun. And you look like you're having such a blast <laughs> oh, yeah. with, with those kids. And, uh, it's great when there's great chemistry. Right. Mm-hmm. All around. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you have a good team to work with, too. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what it's all about, you know? Just boom, 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 getting it done. Let's talk about your stage work. Sure, absolutely. Um, you have a one-woman show. Mm-hmm. It's on the other side of my notes. <laughs> nope. It's called Body Courage. Yes, tell me yeah. all about it. <laughs> uh, no worries. Um, Body Courage is a show that I started at my master's program in the UK, uh, Birmingham School of Acting, which I think now is called the Royal Conservatoire. <laughs> They've changed the name. It was my master's dissertation, and we had to do a solo project, and that meant a lot to us. And I want to focus on body image because it's something that's been generationally a current through my family forever. Um And so what I did is I interviewed five people about how they felt about their bodies. And I did a range of women in the first trimester of that project. And then once, you know, the reviews came out and people wanted to see more of it, I ended up over the course of five years interviewing 350 people. Wow. Yeah. And uh, it's a documentary theater. I perform as the characters on stage. I do their dialects, their physicalities. And the characters range from a TV star on Chicago PD who wants to be, you know, the sexiest man in the world to a Northern Irish priest with early onset Parkinson's. I mean, the range is huge. We have a guy that I interviewed from Mumbai who was uh, on the tryouts for, to do the Olympics and what does that mean to be a champion and um, all kinds of things. So in our last version of the show that I did, uh, I think it was actually last year at the Rivendell in Chicago, Megan Carney directed it and I interspersed my story of how I grew up through those interviews and they kind of informed my story at the end and what that meant growing up as a young Jamaican girl in a household with her grandma and her mom and her grandma's kind of nitpicky and super gospel Christian gangster girl. <laughs> but um, it was... sounds awesome. I know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and I play my mom, my grandma, I play my dad, my other grandma who loves to eat my grandma Yuna and like how she feels about her body and it's really my journey of finding what the word beautiful means through these kind of collection of stories so it's it's fun I love it yeah I love it so much yeah. what a what a serious character study yeah. for an actor with 350 <laughs> interviews <laughs> it's a lot of work and it's I think the hardest part is figuring out who do you want to put in the show you yeah. know because all the interviews are great but you can only do about 12 or really 10 in the show and it's like a funeral when you know you can't do the ones you want and there's always time for a sequel i know i know that's i'm like (laughs) okay you could do it again one day but it was it was an amazing experience and time out awarded me like best play of the year and it was it just it was awesome it was so much fun congratulations thank you so much and you you embody your mom and your grandma on stage (laughs) too right oh yeah do you want to share some of that (laughs) Oh, God, my grandma. I'm trying to think of something that she would say to me. Oh, (laughs) Danielle, it's time for us to do the prayer that our Lord and Savior has said. Ready? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Are you listening, Danny? <laughs> Danny, you listening? 
Give us this day our daily bread and we forgive us our trespasses. The those that forgive that trespass against us. Wow. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> you were cracking me up and I was like, am I allowed to laugh during the Lord's Prayer? Oh, yeah. Oh, listen. This I woman mean, was an... My grandma, she was an absolute riot. I, w- I used to laugh at her all the time. I mean, she's... Even though she took herself so seriously, she was just the funniest human being ever. And most of the show is just... Uh, comedy because of like all the stuff that she did when I was younger just like putting me in full blown three piece suits going to school (laughs) like with handkerchiefs and Uh trying to get on the bus with a three piece suit and girdles and all that stuff as a 10 year old kid I was getting judged so no doubt that's quite a life experience (laughs) oh my god dapper Dapper elementary school (laughs) so dapper with a slick back buns everything I was just Olivia Pope before her time like it was (laughs) insane but she's just so funny and just so, so Christian. I mean, this woman told me that if I ever had sex with a guy, that she would literally drive me out to the woods where no one could find me. Uh-oh. Like, this is my grandma. Like, and, and I would drop you off? No, or... just drop me off. And then she was like, and no one can find you while she was holding Bye. out the Bible. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave you in the woods with a Bible. <laughs> and I was like, As cool. a cloud of exhaust rises cool. up. Cool, 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 grandma. Awesome. Don't come back till God shows you the way. Right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. She's a trip, but uh, it's definitely... It was an insane, insane experience, but so, so worth it. And is there somewhere we can catch the show in the future? When's your, when's the, when, when, when you, when is when it you coming bring to a LA? big show back? Yes. I, yeah. oh, the revival. Oh, oh, the revival. The revival. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I've been talking with my team and I'm thinking that, you know, depending on what happens with season two of Young Sheldon and when they film, but I think summer would be a really good time and I'm starting to look at theaters right now. I mean, I have a huge wish list of theaters that I want to do it in the area. Like, I love Geffen so mm-hmm. much. They gave me my first job when I came out to LA. I was understudying Barbecue that was directed by Coleman Domingo and they have a really, really great small space there and I'm like, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. So that's all my my kind of we'll vision it, board of things. Out there. Geffen, it, Geffen, get on it. <laughs> she said it here first. That's, r- that's right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that would be the dream but I would definitely, you know, find some producers and stuff that can just... It can go anywhere. It could be. Right I'm sure they'd love to have you downstairs. <laughs> yeah. If you can, want to do it at the, the Nerdist showroom. Absolutely. I mean, Aristotle over here can hook you up. Yes. Just, yeah. just, uh, he's like, oh, well, maybe. I want to see it. Especially <laughs> after, that, after that preview. I know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it's a ball. It literally can be done anywhere. It's just me. And some chairs. Yeah. That's it. Cool. We have chairs here. Here we go. That's it. That's all I need. I'll I'll, I'll pull these from the ones we're sitting on. I'll bring them downstairs Let's for do you. Let's do it. I don't care. Let's I mean, do it. I think we should do a two-hander. Maybe you want to jump in? Oh, yeah, yeah. We could just like uh, we could do, do a little two. little little shadow dance but behind the scenes. You, know? you could be my grandma. I could, you could oh, be my the, mom. I'll be Oh, me. great. There I'll, it I'll is. be the cat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. I'm uh, I'm stealing this one from the SAG Foundation because I go to a lot of their uh, mm-hmm. their awesome screenings. What was the job that gave you your SAG card? You know, it was This Is Us. Oh wow! Yeah, it was This Is Us. I was in season one of This Is Us, which was my first TV project ever. I was on the Taft-Hartley, the journey to that, because I'd done a couple of voiceovers and a web series called Gita's Guide in uh, Chicago. But This Is Us was the one where they were like, all right, <laughs> we're here. Give us the fun, SAG. And um, 
that job was incredible. I was in Chrissy Metz's weight loss group, and it was the Thanksgiving episode, and I was talking about stuff, and I loved it. And everyone, I love stuffing. I love <laughs> stuffing. I can talk about literally, it all day. Literally, it was it was a dream. I mean, for that to be my first job out here, I was just like, yes, LA. This was meant to be. That show is yeah, it's, it's huge. It's it's historical yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's it's so on point. Um, but yeah, that was my first job. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. What what were some of your favorite things that you did back in Chicago? Like, Listen, (laughs) I love the Second City. I was at the Second City. I did the Bob Curry Fellowship when I was there. We did an awesome production called Twist Your Dickens. Oh, I love that one. (laughs) Did you do it with Jamie Moyer? No, no, um, we did a version of it in Chicago at the Goodman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was Second City and the Goodman. They did it, and I played Little Orphan Annie. I did Miss Cratchit, um, Belle from Christmas Carol with an improv with Francis Guinan. I mean, it was just, that production was insane. And then I did a production of, by the way, Meet Vera Stark at the Goodman. I did a lot of stuff at the Goodman. I mean, those those folks are my family. Like, they, they put me in a lot of jobs out there. And, um, and then also a really cool play called Twilight Los Angeles by Anna DeVere Smith about the uh, riots, the, the riots that were happening in L.A. in the early 90s with Rodney King. That was a very, very uh, fun project with the other theater company. Wow. Yeah, so that's a couple of What, what a great things. range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, they put me in a lot of stuff. But I was always afraid to do TV because I never knew if I was good enough for TV or what I would look like. And uh, a couple two years ago, my agents were like, you know what, Danielle, we think you should try because you've been doing theater for so long. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, well, you know what, let me just do an audition and see what happens and on my third audition it was for a show um, on HBO and I ended up screen testing for it and they flew me out to LA wow yeah <laughs> and they flew Whoa. me out it was That's insane yeah. it was insane see, all you had to do was leap they were like just just <laughs> right. try it let's just and I was like I don't know guys um, and they this black car came to pick me up in my little hood in Chicago and oh, it was man. just so crazy but then I realized I was like wow TV has a lot of money like because theater is like we were doing this, this shows in basements and you know in Chicago especially like everyone's sharing costumes and helping each other get ready and I'm using my Maybelline to get you know my makeup done from CV <laughs> it's like it's very hands on very community I think that's why I love Chicago so much because you know the actors we're not getting paid that much but we're really doing it for the love um, but when I saw TV I was like oh my god people got money out here black cars oh my god <laughs> I slowly started making the switch to TV once my confidence screwing that but it's been cool that's why I love doing theater so much because yes. because of the community and that aforementioned uh, instant gratification yes <laughs> yes. yes it's like Lady Gaga says give me that applause I'm Absolutely. I'm ready for it I'm all about it have you done any shows out here like theater productions or... I haven't really done any theater out here because I'm a poor schmo and it's, yeah. it's really you know I, I want to do it for the love but I also want to continue to eat right so um, <laughs> right. I, I've it's been pretty much television and film and yeah. then this podcast while I've been out of here. But oh, man. but I would love to get back into it. I did a tour with a group called Up With People for mm-hmm. a year. I don't know if you've heard of them. They've yeah. been around oh, since awesome. the 60s. I performed a show and we did some sort of community involvement project wherever we would go, stayed with host families. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the, as you can imagine, most yeah. amazing, magical, wow. inspiring 
things I could ever hope to be a part of. Yeah. So. I mean, we need more of that right this minute in this country. It's everywhere. Absolutely. Cro- cross over across the middle and see what everybody's up to and mm-hmm. get on the same page. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Those are facts. Yep. <laughs> they should, should bring them right up to the doors of the White House and just, yeah. just with, like sing up, through up the... Up people. Yeah. It's here on the front lawn to see you. Yep. Those are facts. Those are facts. <laughs> hey, I have a, a curious question uh, mm-hmm. that either of you are welcome to answer. Do you have any particular moments of triumph or moments of hilarious disaster that leap to mind from any of your many, many shows? It's my entire life, Libby. <laughs> <laughs> the the latter. Triumphant disaster. The, yes, exactly. Oh okay, so let me let me talk about disaster uh, first. I have really bad anxiety, and I don't think a lot of people... <laughs> bad about me. I, I get you, girl. Like, yeah. re- it's like <laughs> real bad. And I didn't realize how bad it was until like recently when my friend was like, girl, you're shaking. What's going on? She's like, you got Parkinson's or something? Oh, I'm no. like, no, boo. I'm just stressed. That's it. But I was at an audition. It was for this commercial. And like, you know, commercials like no lines or one line you improv. And I was like, Danielle, you need to... <laughs> They were like, Danielle, uh, I was like, Danielle, I need to go to the bathroom. And they were like, oh, we're just going to call people in quickly. We're just going to improv some stuff. And I was like, I think I have time. It's fine. And they had called me in. <laughs> and it was, we were there for like 30 minutes. And I low-key may have peed. <laughs> and she was like, what's going on there? And I was like, girl, I should have went to the bathroom before I came in here. And they were like, wait. And I was like, listen. <laughs> I was like, 2817 ended with a bang. They were like, oh my God, you're out of control. And I ended up getting first refusal on that job. So, which was fun. I was like, hey. Well done. Yeah. Put on hold. Listen, no judgment on this show. Peeing it's on a, the spank. I, yeah. I will, I will tell you. It's, I will <laughs> tell you. It's, the quality of the I'm, performance shines through there. I'm a guy and I will shamelessly tell you. It, it, is, it has happened to me. <laughs> not not an audition, but... but uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this story. <laughs> I don't, I don't think this so, was, but I'm about to. <laughs> this was, uh, this was, I think it was in seventh grade. I had this really okay. He wasn't mean, <laughs> but I thought he was. Like I, I, I thought I, I, I saw him as this very gruff, you know, angry dude. Probably was having trouble with his wife and yeah. all the, all those sorts of things happen. And he just wouldn't let students like leave during his class. He thought he was super important and he wanted you to hear every single word that he had to say. (laughs) And I just remember this day that I was just like, it happened. And then, and then at that point, like I didn't, then I ran to the bathroom without his permission. <laughs> like oh compose my myself. Listen, it, it it happens. When you gotta the go, bladder you gotta, doesn't yeah, work for anybody. Do. It doesn't. I was like, you know what? I can hold it. And doing like I was doing like some juice cleanse that day, so I had like all these no. juices yeah, yeah, and like, all the liquids. And sure. I was like, I could do it. I'm a professional. And she was like, "What's happening there?" I was like, "Girl, I don't know." And everyone laughed. And I was like, "Listen." 2017. That's right. <laughs> ended with a bang and just laughed. And I was put on And the scene the was about like sitting in the rain next to a river, yeah. <laughs> crossing Literally. under the waterfall. And you're like, That's right. ah. give me an umbrella. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that was probably a tragic, <laughs> tragic moment for me professionally. I was like, damn. <laughs> it's a Never great story, it. though. Thank no. you yeah. for sharing that. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Sorry. Appreciate it. What was the other one? Greatest. Uh, Tri- your triumphant triumph- moment. Huh. I don't know. You, oh, well, you know, it's like, this is 
silly, but like my mom works really, really hard. She raised me. She's a single mom and she's an immigration attorney and watches TV all the time, like is a huge movie buff. So I would definitely say watching Young Sheldon together with her and her seeing me on TV and That's how long perfect. she knows she's done play, see me in plays all the time, but like to finally see me on something that she actually that's so wonderful. <laughs> it's it's so great to have to have a parent or parents yeah. that that really support you. Absolutely. I had like this little featured bit on the show on HBO. Yeah. And like no lines, just, uh, just had like two and a half seconds of screen time. Yeah. And I was telling my mom about this, and she bought a <gasps> month subscription to HBO oh so she could watch the show. That's that's the oh kind my of that's person right. my mom is. So. I love that. Yes, yeah. moms. Yay, moms. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love it. What show was it? It was Hello, Ladies. Yes, I'm about to go uh, watch Stephen it. Merchant, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't unsee me. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can make this my my official industry story yes, of lay it his, on us. um <laughs> of embarrassment. I had the worst haircut of my life. Like <laughs> I I went to a new place. I it's it's such my my hair is such a beast. It, it's just it doesn't want to be tamed by anyone or anything. So I went to yet another new place and they gave me essentially a crew cut. It was really oh. close to a crew cut. I looked awful. And in fact, I was a very bad person. I yelled at the stylist <laughs> on my way out. I was like, do you really think this looks good? Like I, I got, I got very LA you on her, which I feel like. You hat before I leave. <laughs> but then I ended up, because of that, they were looking for a super nerd oh, wow. <laughs> to be a part of Stephen Merchant's crew on, for this pool party scene. Oh, awesome. And it shot for like, three or four days yeah and so i got i got mad money and hung out with a bunch of you know with steven and a bunch of supermodels and it was great and it grew back so yeah (laughs) that's the good thing about crisis averted (laughs) and i remember seeing you on that there's so many things that you do that you don't tell me about beforehand so it's just when i'm randomly randomly watching something and i'm like hold up (laughs) yeah I know that guy, <laughs> which is nice. It happens with so many of my friends because I have so many awesome friends, so many Second City friends, mm-hmm. especially that are in every commercial on television. Oh, yeah. So normally I, I hate watching the commercials, but I, ca- <laughs> I catch my friends all the time and I'm like, oh, pause. I got to go back and watch this yes. commercial. I love it. Yeah. Commercials are fun. They're so strange now, though. Like some there was. How so? I don't know. Like, I feel like when in the 90s, it'd be like the Jenny Craig commercials, like 98 Jenny. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All the jingles. But now they're like so, like I saw like this Trident commercial recently and there was a unicorn and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, what's actually happening? Like, what are they selling? Like, what's what's going on? But they're so cool and fun. They're different. And there's like this other one for like cable when it's like two monsters and this black lady teacher and she's like, your child drew something. I'm like, what is going on in these commercials? Yeah, they're all about shock value now. Sure they they are. They they want you to wait until the end. Have you seen the one for Squatty Potty? You know what this thing is? Oh, yes. 
with the with the unicorn pooping yogurt and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, and like Shaq is in every commercial now. Like, <laughs> yeah, what is up with that? I'm like Shaq. These residuals. I didn't know Shaq was SAG. I had right. no idea. You know what I love is that <laughs> MC Hammer is now doing the commercials for those sticky wall hooks. <laughs> oh He's my like, god! Stop. Hammer time. He's like, don't use this hammer. You can use these sticky wall hooks that won't ruin your paint. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, MC Hammer. Yes, he has legit money. to quit. I love That's it. Right. Yeah. I love it. Shaq. He's in everything. He is in everything. Like green screen and Shaq. Like literally. I'm like, I love it. Get that money, Shaq. Do you, do you think he just hangs out in a green screen studio and just reads like 60 completely unrelated lines? Maybe they don't even know what commercial they go in yet. And he's like, I'm done. I'm out. And then they just sell Shaq doing lines on green screen to whoever yeah. oh wants to buy them. That's amazing. That's actually yeah. brilliant. It's, it's very efficient. I love Copyright that. it. Yeah. <laughs> Copyright it quick. He's doing podcasts too. He was yeah. on uh, Anna Ferris's Unqualified. Oh so. my gosh. Oh yeah. He's he's Shaq everywhere. Shaq is awesome. Yeah. I wonder if Shaq could fit in here. I don't know. It, <laughs> you know what it, I mean? Like yeah. I don't know. It might be. We'd it have might be to difficult. literally raise the roof. <laughs> yeah. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Shaq, we love you. Speaking of jingles, do you have a hometown commercial that you remember like from oh my your childhood God. that is stuck in your head forever? Oh, um, it's 1-800-STEAMERS, Stanley Steamers are coming. Yes, I know that one. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Can't ever get that out of my head, ever. That's Stanley Steamers. I don't think I ever got a Stanley Steamer in my whole life, like... <laughs> But I will never, it still plays to this day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Stanley Steamers, that's the one for sure. I don't think Sears had anything, but like Stanley Steamers by far. Yep. What was yours, Libby? Mine was uh, not a jingle. It's actually from Seattle. It's now you've got a friend in the diamond business, the Shane Shane Company. Shane Company. (laughs) Here's the worst thing. It's on the corner of 4th and Stewart, just north of the Westlake Center in downtown Seattle. Oh, my God. But it's not there anymore. Oh. And I've never had a need to buy diamonds. I mean, they still exist. Yeah. But they moved and they have stores other places. But the address is the part that sticks with me the hardest. And I'm like, how dare you? How dare you ingrain this in my brain and you're not even there. I swear to all that's good and holy, I thought of Shane Company too because they do the exact same commercial in St. Louis. Yeah. And just that... That very that very deep monotone. Right. It's just like I'm it's like Michael, no, Shane, it's Michael Shane, go away. right? Yeah, Michael that, like, Shane. Like does yeah. the commercials himself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I wonder if he does. I mean, he he sells diamonds, so I guess he doesn't need to do anything probably else. Not. No, <laughs> he probably just pops in to record addresses of his various yeah, exactly. stores, <laughs> and then goes on his yacht to yeah, no doubt. the south of France or something. Yeah, a yacht that's bedazzled. Right, all, bedazzled all yacht. I hope so. <laughs> That would be I gotta get on that bedazzled yacht. That would be the coolest thing I've ever seen. Truly, but would it sink like the Titanic? That's what we have to think about. Right? Diamonds the Titan- are forever. <laughs> Titanic did too much, though. Well, they yeah, could be forever right. at the bottom of the ocean. Still. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Okay, now let's get really silly. You I said forgot- that so seriously. <laughs> okay. And now we shall become now, incredibly silly. For a very special episode. I forgot to do this last time because okay. I forgot to bring this with me, but I didn't forget today. This is my part book. She's had it in her collection for a very long time. It used to be her favorite childhood book. I will let you open to any random page. This is uh, is Tiny Tim by Helen Oxenberry. And as you will see, it is, well, the word I usually use is demented. And it is indeed that. Oh. And if you would be so kind, because you have such a lovely voice, please pick, pick a passage, any passage, and go for it. Okay. 
I had a little brother. His name was Tiny Tim. I put him in the bathtub to teach him how to swim. He drank up all the water. He ate up all the soap. He died last night with a bubble in his throat. OMG. <laughs> this is a kid's book, I ladies to, and gentlemen. I need to get this for all my nieces and nephews. This you is should, how it happens. You should, you should bring, bring this to class on set. This is see. like parents with OCD. Like, hey, Tim, have a read. No, like, literally, I love this. It gets super this dark, is, This too. happens dark. when you're not lots a child. Of, I... Lots of people die in the pages of this book. <laughs> I love this. Are you kidding? What is this called? Oh, Tiny Tim mm -hmm. versus for children. Yo, she's shady. Versus for children, yes. I love what's, uh, this. What's the copyright year on that one? Oh, let's see. That's a great question. It says nineteen sixty-five. Yeah. I feel like the farther back you go in time, the darker the kids' oh, content is. Absolutely. Like the younger the mortality average age is, mm -hmm. it's just like. And then we all died. <laughs> yeah. There, there was a fairy princess, but she died. In a flaming oh, yeah. pot of That's why I love Grimm's fairy tales, the, yeah, the original, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vaccinations weren't a thing. Yep. You know? Leeches. So, yeah, and bubonic leeches. plague. That's right. Absolutely. That's why everyone died. I mean, London Bridge, isn't there like a really dark, like the song London Bridge? Wasn't that like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really dark, it's off the apparently. rails, yeah. Mm, I love it. Yeah. I, I, did, like, I, I love too. some dark comedy. I just think <laughs> it's so shady. Are you watching... Do y'all watch Baskets? No, I've seen a couple episodes, <laughs> but I'm not up to date. It is so dark. I love it. It's Louis Anderson, right? Yes, the, as the, the mother. The as the mother. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm like Emmys across the board. He's incredible as the mom. Like, I, at first time when I saw it, I was like, do I know this actress? And, like, <laughs> and I was like, boy, I think this is Louis. What is happening on my TV screen? What's going on? Oh, yeah. Brilliant. I love a good dark comedy. Oh, what's your God. what's your favorite dark comedy of all time? That's really um. Oh well, I guess that's not a comedy. That's actually a drama. I was gonna say uh, notes on a scandal, but <laughs> it's with Judy Dench. But okay. that's like an actual oh. real drama. But it makes me laugh. The thing is, I find comedy in anything. So I probably I'm probably the worst person. What do you think? What's like my favorite? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I, like every, anything is funny, low key. There are parts of Color Purple that I laugh at. I mean, like it really. You are makes, sick, Dad. No, but you it makes sick. me laugh. Like it does. Like Suge Avery is funny to me. Like she's funny. Um, I yeah. There are literally parts of it that I'm like, <laughs> that was wrong of me. You're, to laugh. you're laughing at the pianist and <laughs> yeah. just like. Well, of course, like, there are dark moments. Where I'm like, oh, but then like it just makes so many things. I can't even think. What am I? What am I? Watching? Oh, Smilf is great. Oh my God! Yeah, Frankie Shaw, right? Oh yeah, Smilf yeah, is it's awesome. Have you seen the show? No, How? you, you got to check it out. Shameless okay. with your, so with your humor, you'll love it. Yeah, absolutely. Smilf is great. Shameless is brilliant. Shameless I'm, is I'm, brilliant. I'm just I'm soaking it up. Did uh, are you are you all I'm caught, caught up? I'm caught up. The the most recent episode that uh, that Emmy directed. <sighs> mm -hmm. Boom, baby. I mean, yeah, it's just it's good. Shameless is good. masterful. Yeah. Masterful. I mean, I've been following Shameless from the beginning, and I mean, if any show that I ever wanted to like ever be on is is this the final season of it, or is it coming? Is back? it? I don't know. I, I don't know. Be, I could be making stuff up. I absolutely could be. Okay, here's here's a great question then that I'm gonna steal from Janet Varney, who was uh, <laughs> one of our past guests. If you could live in the world mm -hmm. of a television show, what well, what would it be and why? Tell me a little bit about that. 
<laughs> Listen, I would have to say, who, if I could live in... Mm, I would, <laughs> mm, it's I, that's tough. a tough question. I it know, is tough I because know. I was going to say Westworld and then I was like, you know what, Danielle, that gets... Because <laughs> I, I think just for like the ambiance of like the country part is cute. Sure. But then I'm like, no. Yeah, are you a good shot? No. I think, yeah, I think you got to have a quick draw and some real good aim to live in Westworld. Absolutely not. Uh, in the world... It would have to be shameless. Like, it would absolutely... I mean... I, uh, yeah, I really relate you're to. Fr- you're from Chicago, though. Yeah. No, well, you're from yeah. Jersey, yeah, but. I'm from Jersey, but I was in Chicago for right. three years. I mean. So you know how to deal with Southside. Yeah. Like, right. I just love that show so much. And, like, growing up in. Like, I feel like I do relate to it because it was a lot of us growing up in the house together and a small level of dysfunction I do relate to. But, I mean, Fiona's an incredible lip. I. Adore. <laughs> I know, I know. I They're adore. All, it's just magnetically, magically written. Just every character arc, just where they've, where, where they've, they've all come. come. From. Yeah. I mean, uh, when the mom. I mean, just. Oh, I oh know. Oh God. The mom and they hid the meth in yeah. the coffin. It's just insane. I like how you like co- like yeah. cover your eyes. Yeah, you can't, then, you can't see like, this, listeners, like, but she's covering her yeah, eyes. It's like, oh no, I can't, I can't watch it. But right they now. literally hid meth in their mother's coffin and then had and to then dig had it had up. Dig Sorry, it listeners, out. if this is spoilers, you got to get caught up on the show. Better, it's, yeah, now you're gonna in the intro. You're gonna have to warn people. Catch up on Shameless. Angry emails. Omg, I was. Every episode is a shock. Every well, you know what? I'm actually watching The Shy now as well. Uh, Lena Waithe's new show, which is another oh, thing that oh, ta- uh, another project that takes place in Chicago, and that is also very brilliant. And it's on Showtime, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Watch it. Oh, how are we going to have time for so much television? I know. I know. There's so much good content. There's though. so I, much. I talk about that. I I talk about that on the show like all <laughs> the time. I won't shut up about it because I'm just I'm 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 a nerd. I love awesome Listen. things, and I'm constantly marathoning new great shows. Mm. Nick Kroll's animated show that's on Netflix now, Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Oh, I need also wondrous. It's <gasps> it's it's about these kids going through life changes, mm-hmm. accent life, Ooh. and it's very vulgar and like. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, Nick Kroll, Jason Manzukis. It's like yes. Maya Rudolph. Yes, Good times. I need some new shows too because I feel like I just finished all my shows that I was watching. Like. Shameless is about to be done. The Shy. I was watching Empire for a while because my friend Davine was on it, and she was brilliant as Pound Cake. I just had to give her a little shout out. <laughs> what a great name. Uh, yeah. Davine Joy Randolph. That's her whole name. She's actually on uh, People of Earth on TBS. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was just on Empire, and I was watching that to catch up with her character, and she's brilliant on that. But I need some more shows. I did. I actually, I'm ashamed to say, I did Game of Thrones in a week. What? Yeah. That's impressive. I canceled auditions. I didn't <laughs> wow, go to work. Dedication. Like I was, because like I was like, "Hey, can we really talk about the role? Is it really that serious? Should I actually be going in?" And I'm like, "Because I just saw the red wedding, and I don't think I can cope. I need to know what happens next." Did the whole thing in like a week and change. Phenomenal. Game of Thrones. I'm hooked. I. I'm not there. <gasps> say, oh, I know. I, I I know. I'm committing nerd suicide by every time I say this, but I'm I'm, I'm just not there. I was gonna do it this past Christmas break. I was gonna do the whole thing. Yeah. And it and it didn't happen because I, I want I want to take a good yeah, you ha- you need two to weeks. Yeah. Load myself up with, you know, snacks and Ben and Jerry's and Absolutely. things and just yes. just go to it. 
No holds barred, mm-hmm. carte blanche. What would you like to be working on? If you um, could choose, work with whomever you wanted, what would it be and with who? <sighs> <laughs> because I'm just going to say one thing. I, I don't know when this airs, but... Uh-oh, is uh, this an exclusive? I'm very excited. Sl- <laughs> but yeah. I always have wanted the opportunity to work with Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. And I just got the opportunity recently before <gasps> Christmas. Yeah. It's wonderful. Uh, it's like a very small little um, role, but it... it <laughs> I was, I, it was amazing. I mean, that literally was everything on my bucket list of just like, this is the one. And it was actually, Carrie Washington was someone else, and I got them both together. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So is, those, that, is that all you can tell us? That's that, literally, that's I cannot say okay. anything oh. more. Oh, boy. But that was definitely a dream come true. But in terms of people... I've always wanted to work with Judy Dench. I love her. I don't oh, know yeah. if I ever will get the chance because we got to find out some like English thing that we could like classical drama that's, you know, I don't know what we'd be doing. Like, I just want to be her you friend. You never know. She, I just want to be her she, friend. She, she might guest on Young Sheldon. You just, <laughs> it's Hollywood, baby. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Know. I mean, I mean, and I feel like she's one of those super hip people that could yeah. like that would love to be crass or love <laughs> to like get down with some like crazy comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love her. I mean, oh, and I love Angela Bassett as well. I oh, love yeah. Angela yeah. An- Angela Bassett. I mean, just like everyone I just grew up watching. I just, I just Viola love. Davis is a queen of queen. snot crying. Yeah. <laughs> have you Have you seen this in in Fences? She, oh, she's like, amazing. Just like listen, because she gets in it when you're yeah. in it. I don't think, and that's the thing. I'm like, I got to work on as an actor of like, how do I really get truly that invested? Do you know what I mean? Because this woman is like, and that's like, I think she did like 35 takes of that job on Fences. 35? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I'm like, every take must have been, I don't know if I have that in me yet. Man, I don't, I don't want to get that deep in it. I mean, this is why I'm afraid to work with like a Soderbergh (laughs) or whatever, doing like 70 plus takes on walking across the street. (laughs) You know, like I did a pilot that never went anywhere, and it was literally that. Oh wow! It was a group of us, and this was at uh, at Red Studios, and we were just like walking up and down, Mm -hmm. like I don't know, 500 feet or whatever it Mm -hmm. was, over and over and over and over. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, I wonder for that stuff, like, what are they looking for? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, how many times can you walk and how the, different the can you make The glint of sunshine it? off of off of the one the one guy's wow. eyelashes as yeah. he's walking right. by the window. Just, just that specificity, ever so at least, I can say, my God. Right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we got it. See, this is why I can't, I can't be a director because I'd be like, I think we got it. And then they'd be like, Danielle, we haven't no. even started yet. I'm yeah. like, okay. Was not rolling. <laughs> Try again. Yeah, I think, yeah, those are the definitely the actors that I would die to. I mean, Denzel Washington, I just saw something that he just did recently, uh, Roman Israel, and that was amazing. I just love everyone that I grew up watching. I mean, I just, yeah. If they're doing TV, I want to be a part of it. I just, and maybe even doing, I would love to do a film, whether it's a short film this year or any kind of thing. I just, I'm just excited to be. I'm still working on uh, working with Drew Barrymore. That's my. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've always admired her. Yeah. I love that. Since ET. Come on. But she, yeah. that's legacy right there. Yeah. Barrymore yeah. Theater. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now she's got that zombie show on. I don't know if it's about zombies. Yeah, kind of. It kind of is. It's called Santa Clarita Diet. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yes. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. I need to watch that. This is not. See, I need to like <laughs> make too my, much. There's so there's many shows. Yeah, there's so much. It can't be done. I have a real hard time with gore, though. Santa Clarita Diet's good because it's so much mm. comedy. Game of Thrones, Red Wedding is when I was like, I'm done. You all can die. You all can kill each other. <laughs> yeah, it was I rough. cannot watch any more of this. <laughs> that, was, that was really, I literally had to take a day and then I went back. But do you all watch Walking Dead? I watched up the on first it. season. All up on it. Absolutely. See, I'm not caught up because after Glenn, I, I said, you know what? <laughs> I well, had to take a break. And there was some major fan upheaval with that. But that's what happened in the comics actually mm. much earlier on that it happened oh, in the wow. show. So, I mean, yeah. I had to watch Talking Dead after that one for sure to, <laughs> you know, yeah. let, let Chris Hardwick <laughs> I had to take a change break. the mood for me. Yeah. I did it. So maybe I'll get back on that. But I'm still like really heartbroken. Like Glenn was a part of my family. Absolutely. I'm like, that was tough. Glenn. Right. Man, listen, I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I'm still shook. I'm still yeah, I'm shook and shocked. Whoa, I, whoa, whoa. I can't get that invested in, in characters that I know are going to get eaten by yeah. something. <laughs> and, no. and you but, never know on that show, man. Yeah, it's you just, never know. I mean, yeah. and I thought Carl was about to be gone. And, that, and I was like, see, if y'all going to take Glenn and Carl together, if, I can't, I'm not well, ready. Well, I tell you, and I, listeners, I won't, I won't say it. If you're not up on Walking Dead, you got to get there. But uh, you, if you're, you're, if you Ooh. like Carl, you better, you got it. You got uh, see, as a, see, as a writer, see. though, I love to do that. I'm like, oh, this guy, everyone loves this guy. He's got to go. We got to, we got to, <laughs> oh, like, we got to kill him. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Not, not just because oh, he's yeah. beloved, but because, like, that's where you get the surprise. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's where, like, you get to, you get to, like, twist the knife. And Lucille stays hungry. So oh, you got to look out. <laughs> OMG, I am not ready. I can't go back now. I'm like, if something happens to my little baby Carl, and that's the thing, like, I birthed him. That's the thing. I'm like, Carl, I love him. I I can't handle it. I just, I'm shook. I'm shook and shocked. Glenn, I just, (laughs) man, that Glenn. R.I.P. Glenn. We miss you, buddy. I don't even think I could be on The Walking Dead because I think I would be scaring myself in the woods. Oh, and I like, definitely would be scared could, on that set. I would be, be badass, though. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> think so because, you know what? I actually did the ride with my mother-in-law at Universal Studios. They have, like, The Walking Dead and you're just walking and the zombies are catching you the whole time. Yeah. And it was, like, my mother-in-law and my cousin Chloe and my husband Jack and my best friend Latifah Holder, who's also a phenomenal actor, and we we watched the show. I mean, she's caught up, and we ended up like falling in the thing. The zombies were like running after us, and I fell, and I was like, "This is the moment I would have gotten eaten. This is it." <laughs> like, I don't even think I would have made it day one in the zombie apocalypse. I wouldn't have made it. I'd have been like, "All right, it's happening. Just have me." I'd still be kicking ass. I, I know yeah. you I would. I'd be, I feel I'd that be on taking you. them out. I, feel I mean, that. I know I don't look it. No, here, but I but feel I feel that on you. Let, You're a survivor. Let me tell you, that's right. I'm not. I don't think I'm Man, a survivor. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if I have the. I don't know if I have the will to continue to survive when there's nothing that, happening but people eating people. Yeah, like you can't go to the movies. You can't go check out the new <laughs> good restaurant. I might just keep like traveling as far as I could. Get a canoe. Go like if I can no, find but they somewhere. Will catch you in the those, water too. Yeah, they're they're, they're all over everywhere. There. They're in they're the like water. Like chained to the bottom of the rivers and stuff coming it up. It is. Like, Heart. I, mean, I think my husband like would have survived. Sharks. I would have literally like <laughs> gave him a locket and been like, "Remember me," and, did, <laughs> and left. 
<laughs> and dipped and died because I wouldn't have made it. Y'all would have all been survivors together. All right, well, let's try to let's try to prevent. We'll do. We'll take the preventative measures <laughs> right. to make sure the zombie apocalypse does not happen. I took my emergency in our natural the, lifetime. <laughs> I took my emergency today. I'm, yeah, I'm ready to go. I got my machete in my back pocket. Yes, emergency. I love it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it tonight because now I'm hurt because I know something happens See, to my I'm little baby. I'm already going to have nightmares just because we were talking about it. Like, this is why I can't watch it because I'm just going to be thinking about zombies all day and I'm going to go to bed thinking yeah. about yeah. zombies. And That's then how I'm, I feel about Black Mirror. Then I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Oh, oh, I always have to. So good. Are you caught up on Black Mirror? Well, there's not. I mean, they're, uh, not, they're not really linear. Yeah. So. No, but you still. I mean. No, I'm not. still watching. Okay. Also, no. Yeah, that <laughs> final nice episode. The last one is the one I haven't seen. But That's like, the one. And it's that one's hard because like some of them have such like really interesting tones and they're creepy mm-hmm. but not like scary or gory. And some of them are like really uplifting, yeah. like the San Junipero mm-hmm. um, or uh, Don't Hang the DJ. Is mm-hmm. that the like I loved those? And some of them are so murdery. Yeah, and I'm it just gets, like no. There was one a couple seasons ago with that spider. I couldn't oh. handle it. There's a spider? Yeah. Uh-oh. And like one of them, it was like a spider and he like stomped on the spider and then the spider got like huge and I was like, you know yeah. what? I, I can't. I'm scared of Black Mirror. I have to watch it, anything like this, I have to watch early in the, <laughs> at least early in the evening if not like right in the middle of the day because then Thanks. I have to have like my comedy palate cleanser before I go to bed. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta watch some Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Last night I watched The Monkees. Yes. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. Good pull. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm going to go back and see what Mickey and Mike and Davey and Peter are up to. What kind of shenanigans are these monkeys getting up to (laughs) 57 Uh, years ago? We're just (laughs) around. Rachel and I have actually been uh, going through her Muppets first season box set. Yeah. So, Danielle, we can obviously see you on the current season of Young Sheldon uh, on CBS and season two is coming up. We can see her soon in some mystery program with Viola Davis and Carrie Washington. Holy crap. That's amazing. Yeah. It's going to be a quick one or two lines, but I was so grateful. And you will no doubt steal the show. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Viola Davis. I mean, they both, they're like, those are like two beast act. Oh man. It's, it's good. It's good. And I, I think most of the takes, there was like a couple times I just forgot my lines because I'm like, wow, I'm really here. <laughs> and they're like, Danielle, it's your time to go. And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, guys. I, I forgot. I'm having an out-of-body experience watching these women. My God, they're amazing. I uh, I was on set for an episode of Scandal. And like <gasps> Carrie comes around and like shakes oh everyone's hand. Like everyone she says hello to everybody wow. she's super nice That's she's good. very kind <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is it is that it's, you're it's like, wow. very special it yeah. is it was a master class and i got paid for it so i'm like nice grateful on all sides yeah where can people find you they can find me at body courage on twitter and instagram and just hit me up i'm on there talking body positivity and you know talking about my family and comedy and all of that stuff so yeah hit awesome. me up do you also use the uh, hashtag Body Courage? Surely do. Yeah. I, uh, I've i been, in January, I started using the hashtag Amplifeminism. Yes. With a Y in the <gasps> middle. Amplifeminism. Yes. Uh, so now I'm going to add Body Courage and tag Please them both together it. to lift up kick-ass women. Yes. Thankfully, and Twitter. Men. That's right. Yeah. Thankfully, Twitter now has double the characters so we can fit it all in. <laughs> yeah, right? Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah, Twitter has, oh my God, I'm like throwing paragraphs on Twitter now. I love it. <laughs> I do I too. love it. I'm like, yes, more things I can do. 
for sure. <laughs> Only Twitter. Are you on the on the grams, on the Facebooks? Yeah, Instagram, same one, at Body Courage. And I'm on Facebook, but I need to like, I need to fix my Facebook because it's like my personal one. And I'm getting like people, I went to elementary school that I don't even remember. And they're like, hey, girl, remember me? I, hey, what's I, up? We had a PB&J once. And I'm like, do we? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to fix my Facebook, y'all. But uh, yeah, Twitter and Instagram, that's how you can really, really find me, though. Awesome. And of course, you can find Libby at Sneaky Varmint. At Sneaky Varmint. Across all the all things. Over, all <laughs> over the internet. Yes, I love that. Oh, and on Friday nights, Sneaky oh, Fridays. We forgot to plug it last time. Which we co-host now, Devlin and I co-host Sneaky Fridays hashtag game every Friday night, 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern. For two hours, we put out an original tag and our four-year anniversary wow. is coming up the first week of February. Yeah. I can't believe that I will have come up with 208 <laughs> That's nuts. different tags but yeah they're they're tags that are usually funny but meant for everyone to play and throw in their fun crazy ideas yes yeah it's it's super cool and of course, uh, <laughs> I know, Tiny, Tiny Tim. Tim. This is so ridiculous. And she, he's like drowning him. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I, I keep saying this, and I haven't actually done it. Listeners, I swear to you, I'm going to put the cover and the pages of this book <laughs> with the people who voice them on the grams. Yeah. And oh so you can see them. And of course, you can find me across all the things at Devlin Wilder and this show across all the places at Friend or Foe Pod. That's F-A-U-X. And guys, this is it. It is official as of this morning. We are on iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Yay. So you can find us there and Spotify and Amazon Echo and the Apple Podcasts and the Stitcher and the Spreaker and all the places. Hooray. And please, guys, check out the Patreon. We need your help. It takes a lot of effort to put this show together. So throw us some cash, won't you? Thank you to Aristotle for engineering us. Danielle, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you thank for having you. me. And Libby, as always, thank you for being here. Yeah. That's, uh, that's it for this one. See you on the next one. Faux Real is hosted and produced by me, Devlin Wilder. I also coordinate talent booking. Logo design is by Chris McCaffrey. Social media is done by Oprah Holmes. You can follow the show across social media at Faux Real Pod. That's F-A-U-X. The outro music you are hearing now is Dynamo Rainbow by Christian Leo. Full Real is a production of Wild Entertainment.